This is a public service announcement for anyone playing Super Mario Maker. Stop making bad levels. And keep listening to the Heart Peace Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast, your holistic relationship podcast for gamers. I am Master Joe, and this is episode 23, and today I am joined by my illustrious host, who goes by, in certain circles, they call him as Chancellor D. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Master Joe? How are you doing? Chancellor D in the house, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so so first of all, Chancellor D, yeah. uh, where, where does the name come from? Okay, the name is like... Very long story, but I'm like a short. In college, like, okay, my name is David Fitz for okay. everybody. Um, in college, I was in the student newspaper, the Campus Echo at North Carolina Central University. Whoop, whoop. And yes, Evonk. Evil Brian, Evonk. And so they started calling me Chancellor Fitz. This is like, oh, oh, David knows everybody. He knows everything. Let's ask him where 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 something is. Or you do know a lot of people. Yeah, like you you know a you know a lot of people. Yeah, that's. Uh, family trait <laughs> so so then they they called me chancellor fitz and i was like okay cool so then when dc universe went free to play i was like well i couldn't think of a character name so i was like i want to do chancellor fitz no i don't want to make anything too public so hmm, chancellor david no chancellor d okay cool yeah there you go <laughs> so, and, and then when i played online with people they were like hey chancellor follow us around like they could never say chancellor d You're like chancellor guy follow us around i'm like all right that's cool. <laughs> yeah, online people, whatever like the first thing is people put online, it's like go. Like for go. me, it's like Master Joe one one six, right? So but people will just be like, Joe, Joe, come on, man, let's go. Like they'll pick out whatever the easiest thing is for them to say, and they just roll with that. Yes. So, but not too bad, not too bad. So you've actually got your own podcast called uh, Let's Talk Weekly. Yes, sir. So and and that's kind of featured into the like uh, the conversations you have with other gamers and people in nerd culture about cosplay and and the gaming industry uh movies all kinds of stuff i'm also a very huge star wars buff yes very excited for uh, force awakens yes sir i am okay so let's let's talk uh let's talk um a little bit of uh preposition here i'm thinking that the main bad guy with the weird lightsaber mm-hmm. is gonna be luke that's what i thought too Ooh. and the other one i like the fan theory that that Jar Jar Binks is somewhere as a Sith Lord. <laughs> as a Sith Lord? Because <laughs> it's... it's Sith Lord <laughs> Binks! Because, like, I was talking to, like, like one of our co-hosts on the show, Akilah Jarrett, or Minty Kid. Mm. And I know she'll, like, pull her car over because she'll hear this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, keep, keep driving home. Um, so, we, we were talking about, like, you know, people thought about Jar Jar as, like, the bumbling dude and everything. But, really, you look at the things he did, like... How he was given the speak powers to speak for Pat May and stuff, and he influenced Palpatine to get in power and stuff. I'm like, this is true. Like, you know, he did. He, he was instrumental. And when you first see him in Episode One, he's flipping around like a Jedi, and you're like, how are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, you all heard it here first on the Heartpiece Podcast. So, Jar Jar Binks, Force Awakens, evil Sith Lord. But, but Luke Skywalker, I really think it could be Luke. Although we've seen Kylo Ren unmask and people are like, well, that's not Luke, but he could still be out there because there's always two. This is very true. There's always got to be like, you know, there's always got to be two. 
Yeah. And I mean, they they essentially took them both out last time. So, but I mean, geez, we could spend the entire podcast talking about Star Wars. We're yeah. pretty big on Star Wars. I, I'll I'll just say one thing. Like, I'm reading the um book called Aftermath, which is like bridging Return of the Jedi to Force Awakens. Oh, okay, so it's and, bridging the gap. Mm-hmm. And it's it's doing a good job of telling that 30 year gap of like because it starts like a it starts out in the, like the previews of the book is like an hour after the Death Star is destroyed. Mm. And like is that scene on um in Return of the Jedi where the citizens are on Coruscant like parading around and cheering. Right. So then like they uh I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but it's in the <laughs> beginning of the book. It's on Google. But um they pull down the statue and they're like, Yeah, we pulled down a Palpatine statue and then Imperial soldiers come out of nowhere and start shooting people. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and they're like they're like, Yeah, we're still in power. Okay. <laughs> so like listen, you guys blew up the Death Star and all, but we're still out here. Like mm-hmm. we're we're still big because there's that robot chicken sketch where um they're like the Death Star is gone, Emperor's dead. Uh huh. We got more ships, but the the rebels won. Uh huh. <laughs> um, should we keep going? Um, we can't because they won. <laughs> oh okay. So but yeah, I'm I'm excited. <laughs> well, super super excited for that thing, man. So uh, let's see. Getting into our first segment here, we've got and and let's see what the friggin' tune's gonna be today. We have, ladies and gentlemen. Mm, the major hot piece of the week. Got to get in that Zen mode for for that too. <laughs> <laughs> that was Celestial Body, brought to you by iLife. Okay, um, so major hot piece of the week. Um, as you guys know, I just got back from Florida. Uh, I was in Florida last week with CNI Studios doing the first Friday uh, gaming event that we had there. We had a FIFA tournament. Like seventy some people came out. It was awesome. And next week, we're next month, we're gonna do it again. Uh, so I'll probably stay here because flying is expensive, but it was a lot of fun. So while I was down there, I met with uh, my good friend who has actually been on the podcast before, DJ Tonks, uh, my friend Tony, and uh, you know he was showing me around. We went to some places. It was so cool. Uh, Wednesday night we were at a at a like game, uh, like a house party. We were playing Street Fighter and a bunch of fighting games and stuff. Thursday I went to a barcade called Another Castle. Shout outs to this barcade because my goodness, it puts every other barcade I've been to anywhere to utter shame. It's amazing what they've done over there. Uh, I've got some pictures up on my Instagram video. You can check that out, Instagram.com slash masterjo 116 uh, But it was just so much fun. So I just it was it was cool for me. Uh, him just showing me around. I got to meet all the folks there, all really chill peeps. Uh, shout out to to friggin' Jay Free, uh, if he ever gets around to listening to this. Uh, my boy Dudley. And, and just everybody else that was out there that was just really cool, really welcoming. I'd never met any of these guys before. And, you know, you get in the scene and they're just like, cool, man, dad, what's up? You know, and you just feel like you're already a part of it. So heart piece uh, for that. Felt really good about it. And then also uh, we've got Comic-Con actually coming up today. By the time you're all hearing this, it will be day one of Comic-Con, NC Comic-Con here. And this man, our, our special guest on uh, the stream today, actually came across two extra tickets to NC Comic-Con, which I actually have in my hand right now that uh, he gave to me and Masterwife so we could attend, which is freaking awesome. Because uh, Comic-Con is one of those things where I was like, I don't know, should we go? Should we not? It costs a lot. I don't know. But uh, he was like, hey, man, you guys want some tickets? I was like, yeah. <laughs> so he gave us these tickets, man. So freaking awesome major heartbeats of the week from Chancellor D. D. Fitz. Freaking good stuff, man. So uh, that, that's my major heartbeats of the week. What have you got, sir? Mine is um, that I just want to say thank you to everybody that's like, like okay, I'll just tell for everyone that I've been on a, a weight loss journey the last few months, word, and word. I'm I'm down a considerable amount, and 
I just want to say to everybody that's been giving me like the positive feedback and encouragement, like I really appreciate it. Is this they get the Facebook post and people who haven't seen me in a while, like you're doing a good job and uh, what are you doing? And it's like for me to be able to tell a story is kind of like uplifting to me and be able to help people out. I just that's my heart piece, my major heart piece of the week. Freaking yeah! Shout out to the people doing what to do out there. Give yourselves a hand. That's yeah, awesome. My friends and family, everybody. It's all for you. That encouragement, man. That's that's good stuff. Encouragement is, is definitely a, a major heart piece of any week, any any time of month, any time of year. Encouragement is always good. So be sure you're out there encouraging folks, looking for your own major heart pieces of the week and making some of your own as well. Give a little extra life to the folks out there, man. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. So uh, getting into the topic of today, right? Uh, this is one of the first episodes we doing, we're doing on like the new format. We've got shorter episodes, more you know concentrated content. Uh, we're going to get right into it here with Chancellor D. Uh, like I said, you guys, I'm, I've just got back from Florida. It was an awesome place to be, hanging out with everybody there. The community there was really cool. And it got me thinking about the importance of community. I was thinking, what if I went down to Florida and I didn't know Tony and I didn't know anybody and I didn't know where anything was because these guys know where the things were. Like they told me about another castle. They told me about the house party. They told me about, you know, all these events and things that happened. But it was only because I had a link and I was connected into the community that I knew about all that stuff. And as a result, I had a really, really awesome time. So the importance of community. David, what do you think, uh, In I guess, in your own take of it, if you have your own personal experience, what kind of an impact has the aspect of community, the idea of community, had on you personally? I think it's been like having, I guess, the support group around or, you know, when you're out and about with, with like having friends or, like, you know, like he said, going to a barcade or something. It's like, you know, you're in that, that light community or what's the, I can't think of the right word, but everyone is in there for like the, the same mindset. Mm. Um It'll come to me later, but you know, the, the same mindset, you know, you're there together with people and, you know, you're there for a good time or you have a mission and something that, that you're trying to do. So I, I think it's about, um, I don't know. I have no idea what that is, but it's, it's coming that, what, from somewhere. It's the community on. chime. Is that a phone call? I have no idea what that is. Call. Oh, I see it. It's Google. Uh, Thanks, Google. Skynet. Google's, Google is is the not the type of community we're talking about. No. That's different. <laughs> anyway, yeah. you were saying, sir. I think you know, this community is this, you know, that you're that you're into or the places that the things that you're into, the places that you are, where you live, whether it be you know, your local community, your Facebook community, uh, social media, and just it's kinda like what the areas that you see yourself into. Like I'm kinda getting more into the cosplay community right now. Mm. And shout out to the cosplay community, by the way. That's a good one. Yeah, it is. It's it's welcoming. I think it's a mixture of it's welcoming. It's not so welcoming, but overall, it's like kind of what you make of it. Like if you want to make friends, you will. If you want to be like that person that's gonna like kind of like lurk around looking before you say before you say anything. I know people that do that, and I've kind of gradually got myself into like, hey, do you know how to make this, or have you done this before? what's your take on stuff like crossover cosplays and stuff like that? And it's like, before you know it, you start making friends and you're like, Hey, let's, let's meet up at like Dragon Con or New York Comic Con or what, what have you. And mm. hopefully these things will happen. And then it's like, Oh, I now know you in real life. So it's like kind of, you know, getting yourself out there, getting yourself out of your comfort zone. That, that's like one take of community. Yeah. That, I, I fully agree with you right there, especially, you know, with cosplay as the example, just kind of like, 
aligning yourself and tuning yourself into the community you just have so many benefits not for only you but for everyone else around you too like you have a story to tell as well you know it's not always mm -hmm. about just what can i get from the community it's a lot of times what can i give to the community itself and uh, how can i help it grow so uh one of the things i want to get into here um is an article that i found on the huffington post uh i <laughs> coincidentally titled the importance of community. Uh, now, I would say that I came up with the title for this podcast <laughs> before I saw this article. So I just think that's funny. It's it's literally titled uh, the same thing. But it has five questions that they ask um, to the point of whenever you are starting a community or if you're going to join one. So we'll just kind of go through those and kind of take a look at it and then bring it back to the gaming community and, and kind of thinking about you know that from that spectrum. So the first question is, what are your values and what values do you want to be aligned within the community? So now I guess we can take turns answering. So like for me, I mean, I am a pretty straight laced kind of guy. Uh, you know, I shoot from the hip. I, um, I'm pretty sure I shot first. <laughs> pretty quick. Got a quick draw. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty mild mannered guy. I'm pretty humble. I don't really, you know, I don't go out to parties. I'm not really loud. I, I don't, you know, get into a lot of crazy activities. I'm a night owl, but, you know, I'm pretty mild mannered. So... Uh, as far as my values go, I try to find people that are kind of, you know, in the similar aligned with me as far as that goes. Um, and those are the types of things I look for in a community. So if the community is like just really wild, you know, and nothing that there's wrong with any of these things, but just for my own personal, you know, kind of value and, you know, aspiration, uh, uh, demeanor and all that type of stuff. I'm going to be looking for the folks that are a little bit low key, a little bit more chill. Uh, I'm not I would say I'm not the most active person. Uh, so I would probably never go find a hiking community, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. or a whitewater rafting community. It's just not my thing. Um, but those are the teams I kind of look for. Just like a really laid back, comfortable, chill environment. Those are the types of things that I resonate, I feel like. And when I'm in that type of environment, I feel like I can operate better in those types of communities. So what about you, your values? And then what kind of values do you want to be aligned within a community? I think my values kind of come from like, like I'm a little... Like laying back person too, and a lot of it comes from like my home training with my, my family, mm. and it's kind of like I've always taken those those values that my parents instilled on me everywhere I go, and like you know I don't go out a lot like a lot of people do, or I mean most I'll do is like maybe a movie or an barcade or something like that, right? Or, or like NC Comic Con, but you know it's you know I'm kind of like straightforward person, like you know I'm. I'll hang around like the like-minded people. I mean, I'm not a, like you said, like I'm not going to go whitewater rafting or <laughs> hiking. I mean, I may go, go for a nice brisk walk or something Shout like that. Shout out to all the active people out there, man. Yeah. You, you guys are doing it. You're yeah. doing it for all of yeah. us. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, Hey, shout out to you. I like, I'm <laughs> nice to you. Like, Hey, more power to you. More power. I, mean, I will go for a walk outside in the neighborhood and I'm like, okay, the sun's going down. I'm going to go back in now. Right. But, I know. I'm out there like, do a barrel roll. I'm just not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like like Peppy said, new barrel. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's you know, I guess humble communities like you know if people who are kind of like, hey, we're gonna go over here and read a book, or or hey, we're gonna go play Smash Brothers or something, or let's talk about, like like your gaming community, like like I'm big into like the Mass Effect series, so it's kind mm. of like trying to meet people who are into it. Like, you know, I didn't get a chance to play one because it wasn't on, it wasn't on PS3, but you know, I'm getting to, to play it and like two and three and talking to people I've met on Facebook and just kind of like, what was your experience? What, what, what did your shepherd do? And stuff like that. And it's okay. like, okay, so we maybe had a similar story or varying differences, but it's like, 
what did you do? And, and like, you know, in seven day was um, this past Saturday. So it was like, was it, I forget how many years it's been since the game, first game came out. But it was like that community day of, hey, let's everybody um, celebrate Mass Effect. And it was like through, through social media, hashtag in seven day. And people were posting their stories of what their teams did and, you know, posting their costly pictures or hey, here's a picture of me in a hoodie or something like that. So it was, um, yeah, the, that's, that's one community I, I like being a part of. I looked it up real quick because I was, I was very curious. Whenever someone says something, I'm like, oh, geez, I want to know the answer. I look it up immediately. And Mass Effect 1 came out November 16th, 2007. Okay. So that was a good many moons ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Good many moons. Um, but I think that's a really human element, right? Like the whole idea of I did something, here's somebody else that did it. I wonder how they did it, if they did it the same as I did. Um, so like as far as values and things like that go and what do you want to be aligned with? I think the base level thing everybody can get behind is human curiosity. You know, just kind of yes. like, how did this happen? Why does this work? You know, what is this about? And those types of questions can bring us together uh, in community as well. Uh, getting to question two of five here, we've got, what is the purpose and goal of creating or joining a community. Now, this is a really interesting one. Uh, I think that this varies from person to person. Um, I myself have created quite a couple of communities. I've joined quite a few communities. And my reasoning is for creating them and joining them, for me personally, has always been the same. And it's always been about people. It's like a people thing. I want to be around people. Uh, and a lot of that has to do, like what you said, of uh, the way you're brought up. So mm -hmm. I'm the youngest of a family of five. I had two older brothers. And we were five, you know, we were six and seven years apart. So like my brothers were old enough for me to be like, you know, oh man, my brother's so cool. Like they were, they were the kids in the commercials that the marketers were trying to sell me toys for, you know, like they were that, that age group. So I already thought they were mm -hmm. cool and I hung out with them a lot. So being around people is kind of like a normal thing for me. I got to be, if I'm by myself for a long time, I kind of feel weird, you know? So thanks to streaming and things like that, that's pretty rare. But, uh, my purpose has always been wanting to connect with people. So if I'm creating uh, SE Tuesdays, I wanted to find people to play StarCraft with. If I'm creating Los Salceros, I want to find people to share my passion with salsa dancing with. If I'm creating the uh, Master Joe Gamer Show on Twitch, I want to find people to share my video game passion with. But it's always about trying to find something and share it with other people, right? Right. Uh, same thing with joining a community, I feel like. Uh, I'll use Florida as an example. All that stuff in the barcade, like we were playing Smash Bros, we were playing turtles we were playing goldeneye they, i mean they had so much stuff in this arcade it was nuts uh and like right at the bar too it's really cool looking in there um but you want to go out there and you want to share those experiences with people you know you go to the barcade because maybe you want to watch somebody play ddr and, and see what their high score is and then maybe you'll give it a go uh or you want to compete with somebody in skee ball or you know do air hockey or you know but you want to share these things with other people otherwise we just stay inside the whole time so right that's kind of what I think. I don't know if that's a universal thing or not. Uh, if everybody else kind of thinks the same way, uh, but that's just kind of like my take on it. What do you What do you think? I I agree. I I think you know if if I'll, I'll just use like social media as an example. Like if if we all weren't really meant to be, connect with people, I guess there wouldn't be a thing a need for things like Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, it wouldn't but, be nearly as popular either. Mm -hmm. Like like I remember um, like just growing up like. And, you know, your community uh, was just like, you know, your neighborhood, like neighborhood kids or in the neighborhood families. So if. Um, and you better be home before the street light come on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Street lights come on. I, uh, I should go inside. Uh, the spire sense of tingling. Right. Right. Yeah. Run. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But it's like, you know, like, like talking about Star Wars earlier. It's like, you know, nobody really got on your case if you weren't really into something or if you, if your opinions vary. It was like, well, you know, I remember going to see like the uh, like James Bond movies and action movies as a mm. kid and being like, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Our friends and I talked about it. We liked it. We enjoyed it in the story. Mm. Now with like your social media stuff is like, I liked it. Well, your opinion is wrong because, <laughs> well, in my opinion, it's, your opinion is wrong because, uh, well, I'm better than you. And it's like, no, I just said my opinion. Yeah. And it, it's kind of like a two-way street. It's like, you know, should you have respect? Yeah. And I was like, well, when we were younger, it was easier to respect because you saw people face to face. Now, if your social media stuff is more like if you can talk to somebody on Skype, then it's like it kind of cuts the barrier. But if you're just like behind the computer screen, like like the angry tw- angry tweets and stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. And it's like, well, you're not going to have that sense of getting along. Yeah, I I feel like that's definitely part of the like the like reason of why would you want to join a community? Mm-hmm. Like you ain't really have to think about that. Are you joining it just to like? impose yourself upon it and tear it down with like a bunch of nonsense because i feel like you know that's like the whole troll nature of of what's kind of turned into with this you know late century type evolving of the internet like yeah the 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 safety of being behind the computer screen some people feel like oh this is how i can act out and not get any repercussions whereas you're right before like you just don't i don't know it's just not what we did you know uh you had that face-to-face uh, realism and you, you always act a little bit different in person than you do online because mm, it's also like the same thing in like going growing in school is like you know we i don't know did you like watch tsunami and stuff when you were oh a kid? yeah yes. oh yeah i love tsunami it's like yeah go home from school watch tsunami go the next day at lunch did you see so-and-so like, <laughs> yeah. like last night or did you see robots did you see dragon ball z like yeah, yeah. oh that was an awesome episode and then that was your community that was like use your local group that is so. very true yeah so that's very true. So you might even have a community and not even know that you've joined one mm-hmm. and some kind of a, you know, work, school, those are all separate environments and it kind of depends on how much you interact with them, but they exist, right. you know, and they shouldn't be ignored, uh, which kind of brings us to our next question. So it's how often do you want? So this is, this is a self-reflection. How often do you want to engage with your community? Ooh. And they give examples daily, weekly, monthly. People hold uh, a smash to Xanadu, for example, the smash tournament in Baltimore. They do that every week for smash wii u they do it for melee and they do it for smash 64 it's three games okay and they do that every single week for all of those and some people may play all those games some people play two of them some people play one but potentially you're going out there three times a week you know to do what and for some people that's really cool other people that's like man i can't come to all these um my own thing sc tuesdays you know we used to do that every single week and then I got real busy and then I couldn't do it every week. And then it became a thing of I maybe I can come once a month and then maybe I can come this year. You know, <laughs> it yeah. got to be really crazy. So having to figure out how often you want to do it and stick to that and not feel bad about it, I think is important, too. Um, have you ever been in a situation where like maybe even with the echo, like if you yeah. guys do something every on like a cadence where it's mm-hmm. either gotten to be a chore or you felt like you needed to do it more or less or something like that? I think to, and I was, I was just thinking when you, as you were talking, like, like homecoming was Halloween day, like on, so I was like, I was just thinking, you know, that's usually when all of our Eagles come back from around the world, back to Durham, and we're all here to celebrate Eagle Pride and everything. Eagle Pride. Yes, Eagle Pride. E-funk. And then I, I went to the game last Saturday afterwards, like the last home game. It was like, 
where is it? Where is everybody? Yeah. Where's yeah. the community? Like, where do the people go? Yeah. And it's, it's, I guess it's that, cause I was thinking, do I want to go? Yeah, I want to go. I want to see my friends. I have some people I only see now, like once a year for about five minutes. maybe. <laughs> and, and you just kind of remember like, yeah, you know, we're in the echo. We're there like five days a week or sometimes we hang out on the weekends. And then now that you're out of school, it's like, yeah, I'll talk to you on Facebook or I'll give you a call every once in a while or happy birthday, happy yeah. holidays. And when you see people in person, it's like, yes, we're back together. You know, you cherish those moments no matter how big or small they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think even to that point, you know, while, while you were saying that, it's like it's, it's, it's important to communicate what you want, you know, like if, if, if say, for example, if one of those people you only meet like, you know, once out of year for five minutes, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, if it's a thing where it's like, man. Like, this is cool, and I'm glad, you know, we get this much, but, man, it would be cool if maybe we could talk, like, you know, once a month, maybe, or, like, something, you know, just a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, And then when you get to that type of standpoint, because some people just don't know. Like, me, I get to the point where I get so busy, I don't, I'm too busy to tell people I'm busy, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, before we shot this episode, I'm working from home. Uh, David rings the doorbell and I'm like, oh crap, I was supposed to set up a podcast. And I was like, oh geez, well, okay, here, sit down over here for a second while I finish sending this email. You know, it's like, yeah, I get to be so busy. Uh, but yeah, people will come and they'll tell me like, Joe, man, we really got to hang out. Let's, let's do this thing or, you know, whatever. Uh, but on the other side of the fence, sometimes people let that sit. They feel like, oh, I don't want to be a burden to the people or whatever. But a lot of times we just don't know, you know? So I would say never feel, uh, like if you have somebody like out there, listeners, Never feel like you're being a burden to somebody to tell them, hey, I'd like to hang out with you more, you know? I mean, you got to be tasteful about it. If you're, like, knocking on the door every five seconds, like, hey, 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 are you up? Are you busy? Are you busy? Are you busy? Hey, hey, what are you doing? Uh, But (laughs) what are you buying? Um, (laughs) You know, you got to be tasteful about it. But, you know, just letting them know, hey, man, I like hanging out with you. Maybe we should do it more. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's cool. So next question, and this kind of helps with, you know, how often you can help out or how often you can hang out and, um, you know, whether or not people would be able to or not. How do you want to structure your community? Um, there's a whole bunch of different structures for communities online. So you're talking about social media, Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, there's meetup, there's Google hangouts, there's, uh, YouTube, there's in-person meetups, there's, you know, all kinds of stuff, house parties. How do you structure your community? Uh, it's, it, it kind of varies depending on what kind of community you would want to do. Yeah. Say if you were doing like just a regular gaming event, uh, Chancellor, how would you kind of put that? Like, what do you think would be a good way to put that together? If somebody, if one of the listeners is like, man, I got this really good idea. I want to make this community. This sounds really good. You know, how can I build it? I would say first, like, okay, it's about games, like Smash Brothers. Let's think about which one, who in your friend circle plays Smash Brothers. So then you, you start there and then you say, hey, you know, do you know anybody else that wants to join in or? Is this going to be everybody that we know or and you just kind of think about who would you invite first and then see, you know, say, you know, say, if you want to bring somebody else, hey, have at it. But it would be kind of been good if everybody has like that same common ground mm. of interest. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. You got to consider your audience, I feel like, because, I mean, you'll find people that are into everything anywhere, you know, but maybe not necessarily in your particular place. And this, this is one of the things I hear a lot from people who maybe like live in an area that where they don't have, you know, a barcade or where they don't have a bunch of people that play video games or whatever. Um, or at least they feel like they don't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to kind of go outside of your comfort zone a little bit. And let's say you really like to play Smash Brothers. You really like to play competitive Smash Brothers, but maybe your friends or the people in your circles don't, or they're not into competitive Smash Brothers. They like to play it, but maybe a different way. 
And it's kind of up to you at that point to say, okay, do I just ostracize these people and continue to do it my way? Or do I kind of, you know, for this particular date and time, open myself up to a more inclusive version of the game so I can hang out with these people and create a space for them uh, and a space for myself with them. And then every other time, you know, I go back and I'm, you know, playing competitively and I'm kind of doing that thing, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a decision that you got to make sometimes. Um, One way I like to do it is I like to keep all my competitive jollies, you know, kind of in a box. And then all my non-competitive stuff, I like to bring that out and share with other people. Uh, And that way, if I find people that fit in those boxes, then it's good and it works out and we can do things and it's great. And then if not, then, you know, I put them in the other box where it's more inclusive. You know, I might bring some people over to play Nintendo Land, play play, uh, Mario Kart, uh, play Runbo, you know, all these types of different things. Maybe it's uh, a card game, you know, like Coup or something. Like, There's a lot of different avenues that you can go. So you just have to kind of explore and don't kind of push yourself into this, you know, one trick pony type of, you know, one hit wonder, this Hathaway, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hathaway hallway. Yeah, because you got to have an open mind. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, one of the, the um, slogans I, I, or models I picked up when I was volunteering at, at a cancer support center was that they meet people where they are on their journey. Mm. And it's kind of like you have to meet people where they are. It's like, you know, like a lot of people like you say, play competitive games and you know, I'm not, I haven't competed in the game yet, although like one day I would love to, but like, I know I, in order for me to get there, I have to figure out, okay, what are, what are the rules? What are, you know, the requirements for, you know, your controllers that they use. So like, I know like Smash Brothers, like they use the pro controllers or their game controllers, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like, I don't use those. I use the uh, gamepad or the, num- the Wii remote. So I'm like, well, I'm going to have to learn how the um, gradually get in that and learn the learn the, the control scheme for myself mm. that's a good so, point yeah so it's like okay so i, I want to do this but i have to catch up with them there's a, yeah there's like a bit of growth sometimes and sometimes that's true like mm-hmm. uh for example the fighting game community in florida these guys are playing street fighter 4 i cannot play fighting games for my life y'all and these people got fight sticks okay fight sticks the joystick six buttons i'm used to like a controller with like a d-pad you know what I mean? And I'm and I'm still bad. I'm still terrible. So I'm over there literally butting matching myself to utter other utter death. I'm getting destroyed. But it was fun. You know, and it was kind of like I could have because I knew I suck at that game. Right. I knew I'm bad. And I could have sat back every time they offered me to play and be like, no, I'm 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 really bad. I I'd rather just watch. I, you know, <laughs> but no, I got involved. I got my butt kicked and it was a lot of fun. You know, it's just kind of, you know, that aspect of stepping out of your comfort zone and, and getting in with people doing going through that little growth period of uh you know because it's okay people lose it's yeah. it's fine <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's about having fun and participating in that uh they call a communal experience it, it's, it's about being in there with everybody you know you're having a good time like like one of my best friends like, like he and i would play um injustice gods among us on ps3 good game and uh, yes it really is and you know one, one particular day like he had been playing Mortal Kombat, so i was like oh we'll, we'll play injustice beat my butt up and down <laughs> left and right and i was like i'm like man what are you doing he's like i'm sorry i was playing more combat all day i'm like all right and then we had a fight where he was playing a scorpion and i was like batman i was like oh i'm not a big batman fan so i'm losing that's okay <laughs> but 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 you know we're just having fun yeah so i was like okay yeah, that's the way to go. Sometimes you gotta you gotta remember it's about it's about fun at the end of the day. And for all the Batman fanboys, I do like Batman. I'm just not the biggest. Just saying. Yeah. B- Batman is Batman is the biggest though. <laughs> uh. He's the biggest. Uh so get into the last point here. That was that was four out of five. Which at this point we asked, what are your values and what values do you want to be aligned with in a community? 
uh, what's your purpose and goal for either starting a community or joining one. Uh, we talked about how often you should engage with the community, how often you want to engage with the community and being okay with that number. And then we just talked about how to structure your community uh, as far as how to go about it, how to do it, how to, how to build it up and get it going. So the last one is kind of what we talked about earlier before we even got on this track was what do you have to offer to the group, to the community? And what do you want to receive? How can you share and collaborate? You know, so this is the part where, because, you know, I'm the type of person I believe if you just, if you go to the, if you go to Chipotle mm-hmm. and you say, I want a, you know, barbacoa burrito bowl and I want the lettuce and the sour cream and the corn and you pay for it and you walk out. Well, I mean, how much appreciation did you really get from the person that, you know, cut the meat up and chopped it and, and made sure it was cooked right and seasoned right and then made sure the lettuce was crisp and made sure the you know the place was clean and there wasn't any mess in your food and you know all the, like there's that aspect of it that you can't get unless you invest you know and maybe by that example that would mean getting a job at chipotle to know what actually goes on there you know what what happens when someone asks for a barbacoa you know burrito bowl whatever uh so getting into the group and offering something sharing something you know contributing something I feel like is really important to getting a lot of fulfillment out of a community. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I'll approach it from, I guess I'll approach that question from um, working in the, in the campus echo. It's like, you know, when we all, like I was the online editor for their, for the paper for about two years. Mm-hmm. And just um, kind of being on the, the team aspect was a wonderful thing, but it was always knowing that, okay, we have a paper that came out bi-weekly. So, you know, you're having to go do your articles and, 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 you know, my job was to put stuff online constantly, but also I'm writing my own articles. And, but then in the meantime, you're helping people write theirs or you're giving them critical feedback or positive feedback. And, and, then, all, and, and then after I graduated, you know, I would always come back and help out when, when needed to kind of assist some of like the younger writers or and editors and kind of help train them along to kind of get them up to speed. And, and now I look back at that, like, a few years, like a few years removed, just like, you know, the, the machine is still going. It's just, it's taking a different form now, but it's just kind of like, you know, to know, you know, Hey, I know how this thing runs now. Cause like you said, like the, like your Chipotle example, it's like, you know, you, you learn how the inner workings work. So you appreciate things more. Yeah. And like, Oh, I haven't worked at like a newspaper yet, but that kind of gave me a sense of like, this is what goes into putting a paper out because like I remember coming in freshman year and seeing the paper on the newsstands. I'm like, why doesn't it come out all the time? Why am I seeing the same paper all the time? And then, mm-hmm, yeah. then when I got into it, it was like, Oh, it's every other week. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. And now they have a new format, but I was like, Oh, I understand now I get how this thing, how these things run. So, right. Plus you're in there, you're, you're helping to put the paper together. So like every time you see that paper, you're like, Man, and it means like a whole lot more to you at that point, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the graphic design standpoint, you know, like I said, I was working when when David got over here in the first place. Uh, whenever I go outside and I see, you know, especially in Florida, uh, and I see like a billboard that's got some art on it that you know we did with CNI Studios, that's like, man, you know, I did that, and there it is on I ninety five. All these cars are going by, and it's like, wow, there it is, you know. But you know, if you're going down the street and you're not in graphic design or whatever, and you just kind of drive by something, even for me, if I didn't make it. I just drive by the sign. Yeah, you know, I see it. I read it. I see, okay, I can get McDonald's at exit 33, next left. Okay, cool. Right. But uh, it doesn't mean anything for me unless I really want McDonald's. Yeah. It's like, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, being part of community and sharing something like doing the work, doing the work. 
uh, there are three things I feel like you have to do to really get to know a person or a community. You have to have fun with the person or community. Right. You have to work with the person or community, which can be fun. It's not always fun. And you have to find some kind of like failure or like problem, catch them on a bad day. You know, once you've gone through all of those three things, then you're in, then you know, okay, I'm in this for the long run or I'm not. And you know, I got a better sense of it. So definitely keep those things in mind, man. That's going to bring us a bit to a close on this episode. I hope you all learned something really cool about the importance of community uh, in your own communities, in the gaming community, uh, in your basket weaving community, if you've got one of those, book club communities. uh, You know, there's all kinds of stuff out there for people to interact with each other. Uh, One of the close on this note, community, right? The word commune is in community. And the definition of a commune, you've probably heard about that. It's not all about hippies. Uh, The pure definition of it is just a group of people that live together, right, and share possessions and responsibilities. So if I'm thinking about that in terms of community, maybe I would change the definition to say a group of people, you know, in the same space, not necessarily living together, but coming together to share their passions for a particular activity. So just think about that, man. It's it's not, you know, rocket science out here, but, you know, plug yourself in. We're going to be, like I said, you guys are listening to this. We're about to be at Comic-Con in one of the greatest freaking communities down here in uh, North Carolina, hanging out with some really cool folks. So really looking forward to that. And once again, thanks to thanks, Chance man. the D for uh, giving us those tickets, man, so we can be part of the community <laughs> hey, activities. No problem. I would say if someone has gone to NT Comic-Con for a few years, like I went when it used to be like the airport mall and it was like 5 or $10 a ticket. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've seen, to see where it's gone now, like having a bigger space and – like last year, they brought in um, John Barrowman, mm. who, who's been Doctor Who, Torchwood, and Arrow. And you are a very big Doctor Who fan. I've seen the Doctor cosplay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm actually going to be doing one this Saturday. Oh, oh, well, well, so, okay, okay. Like, like a steampunk kind of Doctor thing, you know? Like okay. my my own take on the Doctor. We may have to get some photos and put it up on the website at some point. Then definitely. <laughs> like, and then the year before that, when they had Chris Chris Hartwick came from, who's the Nerdist podcast and everything. Oh man. And just to kind of see him, I was like, okay, you know, they're doing good things. They're big, big things. You know, they've always brought in big people. But that was like, for me, like, oh, wow. And I got to meet him after he did a stand-up show. And I gave him some, um, you know, the feedback. Like, you know, I really enjoyed your show. But I also wanted to say thank you to him for inspiring me to start the Less Hot Weekly podcast. And, like, you know, we, we're still growing with that. But I, because of him, I was like, he gave me the idea of, like, he's one of many podcasts I listen to. But I was like, he's one of the many people that said, hey, do something right and yeah. I, I, i'm gonna try and that's awesome that's absolutely awesome well hey man tell the people where they can find you where they can find uh the let's talk weasley podcast and all the chancellor d cosplay and everything <laughs> you got going on okay uh on facebook you find like my cosplay page chancellor d cosplay facebook.com backslash chancellor d cosplay let's talk weekly you can find it facebook.com let's talk weekly uh on twitter youtube wordpress it's all um, WordPress is right now is let's talk let's talk weekly dot wordpress dot com, and you know we have some good stuff up there podcasts um, articles and we're we're revamping things so you know when we get the ball rolling twenty sixteen uh, and that'll be here real soon um, mm-hmm. we'll be doing doing more things so um, stay stay tuned for that definitely and, check those folks out man give them some uh, follows and my personal Twitter is d underscore superman. So. D Superman. I thought you just said Batman was the biggest, though. Uh, no, I said no. Superman is the biggest. It's, oh, I said no. I'm I'm a I'm a fan of the like, DC comics and Marvel stuff, but I'm bigger in DC. Okay, but, okay. But like 
you know, like I've had the, the Twitter name since 2009. I was like, all right, when I joined, I was like, what am I going to call myself? I can't just do David Vitz. It would be easy, but Superman something, something, something. Okay, D underscore Superman. Okay. I love the thought process is exactly the same as how we open. This is like a pure Seinfeld episode now. You open the same way and you close with the, the thought process for Dirt Chance with D at D Superman, man. That's freaking Okay, so last question. Last yeah, question. Sorry. Who's going to win Dawn of Justice? You know, Batman or Superman? You know, I guess Superman. Superman's going to take it? If I, think on, if I think on a logical standpoint of like possibly what they could do, it can go either way. I'll, I'll be honest. It, it can go either way, but I see it's going to end with the formation of the just of the Justice League somehow. Yeah, well, they've already given yeah. us their whole movie. Oh, oh yeah, we already know so everybody's coming. But Superman number one. Superman number one. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Word. Well, as always, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on iTunes, or at HeartpiecePodcast.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at HPP. Or HP Podcast. I want to say HPP Podcast. That's not it. It's HP Podcast. Heart Peace Podcast. There you go. And also on Facebook, same thing, facebook.com slash HP Podcast. And until next time, peace out, gamers. <laughs> <laughs>